Welcome to Raise the Roof, an Arkansas podcast. We are here to talk all Arkansas sports with you. I am Braden. And I am Hayden. Disclaimer, we're a little upset right now. We just sat through a triple overtime upset where we had money on the favorites. UCLA losing to Arizona State, who had six wins on the year. Yeah, we're kind of PO'd because we, we did a par a, a parlay, however it's pronounced. Yeah, a parlay. And that parlay. was supposed to be the easy leg because they were playing a six-win team, even though they were on the road. And so we start out the hardest game. We picked Duke beating UNC, and we got that. They won by, what, 28 or yep. something? Mm-hmm. And then we had Arkansas over Miss State. Arkansas battled through some little bit of sloppy offense and came out with it. And then Gonzaga, we had Gonzaga to, Gonzaga beating BYU, which they did easily. Yeah, almost doubled them up. And then finally, we had UCLA had beating UCLA. <laughs> UCLA beating Arizona State, a six and six and 13. thirteen team, and yet they lose or they beat number, uh, three. number three ranked team in the nation that only has three losses all year. Man, those zebras, they were they were willing that game on. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous! How little contact they were on some of those fouls. Brayden has an interesting saying. What? 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 When you're when you're betting, uh, what are the games that usually screw you over? The safest bets are the ones that are always your downfall. That's right. That's right. And it's, I uh, had a parlay when the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills, and that ruined it all. I think I had was five out of six on that parlay, and it's the freaking Jaguars that ruined it out of anyone. That's so disappointing. I, yeah. I'll, that, that is our bad, bad, That's a bad beat. Bad beat of the week, and we'll yeah. probably have many more on someone this get, podcast. <laughs> someone gets Scott Van Pelt on the line. That's yeah. a bad beat. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, too much UCLA. It's time to get into the Arkansas Mississippi State game. It was a good, pretty much back and forth battle for the whole way through. Yeah, it was a it was a scary game because. I think most most fans knew how hard Arkansas schedule gets, and we were just like, just get this game, yes. get another win, keep the streak going. Um, we we can't afford to lose games to teams in the you know mid SEC. We need to win those games, especially yeah. if they're at home. It didn't want to be Mississippi State's first road win on the year. No, no, they can't play on the road apparently, but they, I don't know, they they fought, um, but in the end. It we had we had better players. Oh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, a little bit of some sloppy offense out there. Where we one of thirteen from three point at halftime, tied at twenty five, low scoring half. We were eight of sixteen from the free throw line. We were usually a better free throw shooting team. That that could have really come back to bite us. Yeah, the the first half it was quite disappointing because you know we we cut it to. I think at one point we were up seven. Is that right? We it was like twenty five or twenty three to. We went up uh, nine at a point in the second half, and they went uh, on an eight zero run to make it that one point game before the ending sequence. Well, we were up somewhat in the first half, and then I just remember a bunch of missed free throws, and then they just kind of, kind of climbing back, a couple three point plays by Miss State, and they just they climb back into it, and somehow we find ourselves tied at halftime with no momentum, and people are just. You know, 
Yeah. We, we, we out-rebounded them. We had more steals yes. than them. We had less turnovers, yet the game was tied. Yeah, we were tied in rebounds at halftime. We ended up, I think, beating them on the rebound battle. We had we had seven more shot attempts at halftime because we were winning the turnover battle, and we were winning. Uh, we had six offensive boards to their two. They had six turnovers to our two. Two two turnovers in the first half. Though. That's a good number. Yeah, and how many how many on the game did we have? Uh, let me look. I think I heard on the radio it was only six, which is that's a good number. That's a really good number considering in a lot of Arkansas games they've probably between. 11 to 15 turnovers is probably what the average was. We had six on the game, and they had 12. See? They had twice as many turnovers. See, that's a big difference. Um, And I think a lot of their turnovers were because of Arkansas played excellent defense. We, you know, it's become sort of the bread and butter of the team. If we can't score offensively, how are you going to come back from that? Well, you're going to play good defense. We have good length and good perimeter defenders. I, I would like to see a little more uh, Audius Tony covering Molinar in the first half. He was covering him more in the second half, and like later in the game, like the last five minutes. But yeah, Note did a good job, but I would have liked to see Tony on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony kind of seems like at times he can relate yeah. to Justin Smith last year. He can, he can guard anybody. Yeah, yeah, he's a six-six wing, so you can put him on a power forward. You can put him on a point guard. Mm-hmm. He, the West Virginia game, he guarded their best player the entire game. And, and he shut him down. Yeah, mm. he had most of his points came when he got switched off of Tony. Mm-hmm. He had five points in the last two minutes, I think. Again, when he got switched off, and Williams was the closest defender. Out of his, I think he had 13 for the game, averaged like 18, 17 for the year. So Tony did a good job of shutting down that player. Interesting with Tony, I think he's. You know, he's not obviously the biggest scorer, and he's not, you know, going to get his yeah. name flashed everywhere. Everybody's going to be like, oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. At the beginning of the year, it may have been like that, but I yeah. think he is still a glue player. He, we don't he realize He crashes it. the offensive boards, and I think his best attribute on offense is he's just in the right spot at the right time. That's right. That's he's right. always there to clean up the glass or get the dunk. And he's great at drawing fouls. He's great at drawing fouls. And Arkansas needs those kind of players, especially when we're struggling. I said during the game, if they're going to get into a who-can-draw-the-most-fouls battle with Audius Tony, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Yeah, the second half, we were actually 3-6 of six from three-point range. Which we is much better. Yeah. Which we're 1-13 of 13 for one the first? 1-13 at halftime. And it's not like we didn't have open looks. Yeah. There was open looks in the first if we missed yeah. it. And the three by Trey Wade was our only three for, I think, the first like 15 minutes of the second half. As our only three-point attempt until, like, the last five minutes. What do you think that comes down to? Do you think it's just, like, this team isn't quite as... Yeah, uh, JD had a rough game from three. He's typically our best shooter. But, yeah, he was, what did I say, 0 for 5, I think? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, 0 for 6. We know like last year's team was an amazing three-point shooting team, and this team has struggled. But that last game, we saw a glimpse. And do you think that they they could be? They saw that game, and they became overconfident from the Georgia game. Yeah, I think the Georgia game kind of put them on a high as far as shooting goes. They got more a little too comfortable taking those shots when they were making them, and then they play a tough defensive game today, and yeah, just came back to buy them a little bit in the first half. I think we know to beat teams like Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee in this league, we're going to have to shoot better. And But 
um, at least today we uh, we defended well enough and mm-hmm. we made the right plays at the right time to, to be able to get the dub. Yes. If we shot the same way in the second half, we might have, it wouldn't might have gone to overtime because we were tied at halftime. Mm-hmm. We had the same number of shots made, same number of threes made, and same number of free wow. throws made, and we had more attempts in all three categories than them at halftime. I mean, getting good, getting more shots is always good, but when you get more shots up and you make the same amount, it's that's not, not a good, good sign. at all. Yeah, let's see. Second half free throw shooting, we were five for six. That's pretty good. That's much better. Way better than fifty percent. Yeah. How about we talk about the? Wait, I was gonna say Kamani had a good game, but needs to work on his free throws. He's one for five for the game. Three for five shooting. He had. Let's see. He had four offensive rebounds, which is great. He had. We had eleven for the game, and he had four of them. So that that's good. But one for five from the line needs a little work. He only played thirteen minutes and had four offensive rebounds. Kamani has really come. I think people knew of him because he was on the bench all the time last year celebrating, but people didn't really know what he was capable of. And we've seen right. he's a strong body inside, and like yeah. he, the team needs him. Because last year, seeing him on the bench, he didn't look that big. No, no. And then he just, I mean, man, he can muscle anybody, and he just, he, he, he can, I mean, there was a, I think, a, a series today where he got like two straight rebounds, and it was just him muscling, just, just yeah. beating Miss State. Yes, offensive rebounds were a big key to the game today. Um, How many did we give up? We allowed them eight offensive rebounds. They had six in the second half. We had five in the second half. Okay. When we when we look at the the end of the game, because I think it's really important, because that was a lot happened at the end of the game. When Arkansas yes. goes up, what was it? We, would, know, we go up nine, and they go on an 8-0 run. Right. We, let me see uh, how long our scoreless drought was, because it felt like forever watching the game. It did. You, it's like we were up nine, and then it's like Arkansas going to get, gonna get a dub. It's going to be our eighth straight win. And then out of nowhere, Mistake makes a three. They get a three-point play, and then somehow it's a one-point game, and you're just like, is Arkansas literally about to choke this away? Are we? Is this going? Like, what is what is happening? And um, me knowing how important the game was, I, I I couldn't I couldn't believe it. But um, luckily, J- Jalen Williams took over the game at the end of the yeah. game. He, yeah, is a by the way is a four nearly four minute scoreless streak from the six oh three mark to the two oh seven mark. See, that's not going to cut it. You can't have those. Oh no, to the one forty eight mark. They cut it down to one at 207, so over four minutes, an o- over a four-minute scoreless streak in the last six minutes of a close game. Yeah. We let them get back into it, and then... And then and then Jalen Williams, Yeah, right? Jalen Williams hit that three to put us up by four, and he let them know this was his house. Yeah. He, the he's... steal on the previous possession kind of... Um, he sent the message... And then he hammered it home with that three. Yeah, yeah, and it really could have been. Yeah. It could have been a third thing when he, when he. It should have been a charge call, but it was called a block. I mean, that, yeah, the foul he, right after the three was the fourth for the game. But yeah, they I, called I, the I block. Thought it was yeah, I thought he was the most time between when he got set up to when he got hit out of all of his charges in that game. 
I think that just came down to the other calls and um, yeah, I think the mistake coach Ben Halland just you know yeah, I think the harassing the refs all in night. their head were saying we gotta call this fair yeah. we've already given this guy two charges we can't give him three but Jalen Williams best in the country best in the world at drawing charges it, it seems in it, it, I, I don't know what the count is on this year but on the jumbo train, it had 32 after. I mean, that's one. ridiculous for somebody that's six. Yeah. What is he, 6'10? He's 6'10. I honestly thought it would be higher. I mean, still, I mean, it is. 22. And these are games, like these. Yeah. It's not just this game. The charges he takes, yeah. we need what, them. What do you have? Three against Georgia, right? I think so. Three think against so. Georgia, so that's five in two games. I'm, again, he that's just. Extra possessions. He knows he's. I wouldn't expect. I was gonna say this during the season, but he knows how to win. I did not expect this. He but is the he, heart of this team. He is the heart of this team, and I think he's our best all-around player. He is. He's, and I think he. I mean, there's only there's only there's much more that's gonna come from him. I think we yes. know. He's <laughs> probably the best facilitator on the team. He's the best rebounder on the team, and he's the best overall defender on the team. I think. As far as being able to post and perimeter. Tony, I'd say, is probably our best perimeter defender. Although JD is one of the best at getting steals in the country. Oh, JD, it's, I mean, he he had a. And then Devo yeah. last year, he was our guy that we put on the best offensive player for the other team. So we still have him. He played some great defense down the stretch, and then he hit that clutch jumper from the top of the key. Let's hope that that jumper gets Devo back into his yeah. rhythm because we have to have him. He only made his... three shots, but they were some vintage Devo Davis shots. He is more than capable. I've said it all year. He He's not a good three-point shooter. I, I hope that that changes, but it seems most of his shots are because it's the end of a shot clock and you know, just jack up a three. Yeah. And maybe they're online, but they, they almost never go in. And so... I just want him. There was a couple times he caught the he caught the ball and he could have taken a jumper, could have, you know, drove it, and mm-hmm. he's just still a little hesitating. And obviously yeah. that's due to confidence. From last season, watching him play, he would he'd probably be the last person on the team I would thought that maybe having um, confidence issues. I don't know what his his drawback was for the early part of the season, but he's a great player. So we need him to start playing like the great player we do. He is. We do. Um, well, I think we we have to talk, if we, with this game we have to talk about Chris Likes. I was gonna say, how did you like his jumper that he made with twenty five seconds? Put us up by seven, but I, he had twenty seconds on the shot clock. That is gutsy because for those for the situation we were we were up four right. We were, we were up, up. yeah. It put us up seven. We were up four with he it had twenty five seconds on the clock. We had twenty seconds on the shot clock. We're up four, and Mississippi State's probably about to foul. I don't know why they hadn't fouled at that point, but they're probably about to foul. Yeah, so I was gonna, also confused why they weren't fouling. Yeah, I think they were. Uh, their coach was telling them so, but I was like, okay, they're gonna foul, and then we're gonna ma- hopefully make free throws. Yeah. But Chris is like, no, no, we're not doing free yeah. throws. Just takes a three and drains it. That shot took confidence. I mean, that you don't see plays like that, Pete. Yeah. It, because if he doesn't make that, and somehow mistake goes down, makes a three, cuts it to one, and yeah. we end up losing the game, there's hate, slander all on Chris Likes. A lot of blame, lot of blame will go to Chris Likes if he misses that shot, and somehow they go exactly. and make a three. But, I bet Mus is screaming when he takes that yeah. shot. <laughs> but when you're feeling it, you're feeling it. And I think that's what we're saying. It's this confidence, and that's yes. why confidence he, does so much for you. The last couple games, he's really been the spark plug. We have wanted him to be all year. 
That's right. I mean, he's... That's what you want from a six man. His... His defense tonight, and you know, at times he can look shaky, but he yeah. can, he can sneak up and just steal the ball. Like he just took the ball away a couple times from from these Mississippi State guards and just ran with it. And and also the the, the yeah, I think he had two steals. The wild. We have to mention his wild finish when he was he was on falling to the ground and he oh, threw yeah. it up and they didn't oh, call yeah. a foul, but it somehow went in and it's just yeah. absolute pandemonium. A, also, I, great job using your body to shield the ball from the defender. That's right. He, I mean, he knows how to score. What did he average, 17 a game last year at Miami? Yeah, he, he does know how to score. I mean, his his problem this year is what? It's been turnovers. He's been a, he's been a little out of control at times. Yes. A little too fast for his own good. We know how fast he is. We know he's got yeah. the handles. And there's, what, three plays in, like, quick succession where... He drove in, put his body on the line, went to the ground, didn't get a call. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, respect to him for putting his body on the line for three plays in, what, a two, three-minute span? It. I mean, he – so I think it's important to ask you, is he your player of the game or is Jalen? The player of the game – J.D. had the most points, but he was four out of 16 shooting, missed six three. threes, only made two-thirds of his free throws. So not a real efficient night for J.D. Note. And Williams and, like, each had to, I, I'd have to give it to Williams just for the – he triggered the late-game sequence that swung the momentum in our favor and won us the game. I, I, I think I have to agree with you. I think when – as what you said earlier. Yeah. when he, One rebound shy of a double-double as well. So he, he really has – yeah, that – when when he when he said though when he looked at the crowd and said this is my house I think that's yes. just that that swagger. Yes, he's the has, part of this team. I think he brings positive energy. That his energy is contagious. It keeps the morale high. I agree. We don't get our, this team doesn't get down on themselves. And I think we're definitely going to need that for Tuesday's game. Yes. <laughs> Playing number one Auburn. Number one um, Auburn at six home. o'clock, six o'clock. First tip. time ever, number one team is coming to Bud Walton Arena. Yeah, which seems absurd, but we've been number one playing in Bud Walton, but we haven't faced an opponent opponents that's number one. So, it should yeah. be fun. I think if the way we played them when they were number eleven and came to town two years ago, if, I think we could have a similar game like that. I mean, I know that's number eleven and this is number one. But I think the blueprints for both teams are kind of the same. They have a lot of their supporting cast still around. They obviously have Jabari Smith, who is, I think, a projected top three NBA draft pick. Yeah, I mean, he 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 can score from just about anywhere. He can make – when I watch him, he'll pull up these jumpers. And it's not that they're wide-open jump, jumpers. Like, hand in the face, and I really saw it when – Auburn played Kentucky, and he knows how to score the ball. He, he, and I mean, not just him. We, I mean, you got Wendell Green too, and mm-hmm. um, uh, what's uh, Katie Johnson? Katie Johnson, um, and their second and third highest scores. One is six foot even, and what the other is five eleven. And then you, we have to talk about their seven footer, um, Walker, Walker Harris, right? Yeah, Walker Kessler. Or Walker Kessler. I mean, 7-1, 245 on ESPN. That man, he knows how to block it. I mean, he yeah. he's a presence anywhere he goes. And he just, I mean, he swats he swats yeah. the crap out of the ball. That's that's yeah. what he does. Like four guys averaging 
12 points and up right now. Kessler's about at 12 points if you round up. Green Jr. is at 13. Johnson's at 13. And Smith is at 16. So it's not a one-man squad. They're a very deep team, and Bruce Pearl is a good coach, and okay. I think that... Jabari and, Smith's a 6'10 forward, shooting 41% from three. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, the numbers explain why they're number one. They're number one for a reason, and Arkansas is going to have to play absolutely stellar to beat them. What do you, what do you think the keys, the keys are? I think our keys, again, we have to control the offensive boards. We have to mm -hmm. try and out-rebound them. Jalen Williams, Audie's Tony, Kamani's probably going to have to play a part in that game because mm -hmm. we're going to need his big body inside to get those rebounds. Yeah, we just I think we need to control the glass and then three-point defense. Keep them inside the arc. Yeah, the, the, that, that, what they do is shoot down, threes. That's slow what they down do. Jabari. Slow down Smith. Mm -hmm, you can't let him get hot. I'd put he's 6'10". I'd put Tony on him, but if he's or if he's inside most of the game, Jalen obviously. Mm -hmm. And they have both their guards are shooting roughly, making a third of their threes. The I mean the 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 stats sound exceptional, but if you look at these past games that Auburn's been playing, yes, they beat they they beat Alabama easily at the beginning of the week. But what happened today? They almost lost at Georgia. They almost lost last week yes. at at Missouri. They two games that they easily hey, could have lost. That UCLA game showed us anything. No team is invincible. No. no. If six and thirteen Arizona State can knock off number three, then we can knock off number one. That's or right. Arkansas can knock off number one. That's right. And, you know, I, cer I certainly hope it, it will happen. But as you said, we're going to have to play probably the best game of the season because you know that they're going to come to Budwell and hungry. They, they don't they don't like Arkansas. They want to beat they want to beat us. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to have to play really good basketball. Both teams have a lot of momentum coming into Fayetteville on mm -hmm. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. They're on a 19 game win streak. We're on an eight game win streak. Both the two longest win streaks in the SEC right now. And. Two come in, one comes out. Eight games. That's that's quite impressive considering where things were at. <laughs> yes. About a month ago. What did we lose? Five out of six, and it was it was we it looked like we were heading to the NIT bracket. I mean, maybe not NIT, maybe CBI, C, CIT, like worse than NIT. It, it it looked when you lose to Vanderbilt at home, I think it just raises questions. Yes. Although it was during break when there was not. Mm. A big student presence. That's right. That's right. The Bud Walden effect was not in town that day. That is true. I also think Vanderbilt is an underrated team. Like we saw today, they beat LSU playing at home. I think LSU is also a struggling team as well, though. Yeah, they lost six out of seven. Who's struggling more, in your opinion, LSU or Texas A&M right now? LSU's lost six out of seven. Let's see. Let me look at A&M's recent games. Right now, it's one game, two game, losing streak. Three game, four game, five game. Yeah. Six game. Oof. They're on a six game losing streak, so yeah. Well, and why that's important. I'd say A&M's had a tougher schedule, though, during their struggles. Because they had Kentucky, Arkansas, LSU, back to back to back to start that losing streak. And then it's hard, it's hard to recover from three back to back tough games. And out of those games, lost by six, lost by three in overtime to Arkansas. 
and lost by six in LSU. So they're they're playing tough games. Well, I didn't say why that's important is because also Tennessee was played Tennessee on February first. So that's four of the top top of the level SEC teams in their six game losing streak. Mm-hmm. But today they lost to Missouri at home. Well, it's bad because, I mean, A&M was just ahead of us a couple weeks ago in the standings. LSU was well, too. We talked about when they had played the bottom level of the SEC to get to their good record, and now they're playing the tough teams and they're falling off. But you could say the same about Arkansas, honestly, right? I mean, we've, we beat LSU. We haven't, we haven't played ten, Tennessee We haven't yet. played the top tier. No. We have Auburn and Kentucky coming up this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mississippi State hasn't won a game on the road. They're our highest ranking win in the standings right now. And South Carolina is right there. Alabama's down tied for one, two, three, four. Tied for seventh right now in the SEC. I thought that they would give Kentucky more of a scare today, but they yeah. did not. That's two different teams in um, Alabama right now. The home team and an away team. Away team, bottom level. They're home at home. They're they're top three in the SEC. It will be interesting to see how they how they play against Arkansas on Saturday. That's it. Mm-hmm. In Alabama, mm-hmm. that's gonna be a tough one. Coming off. Playing number one team in the country. So if if Arkansas could just split these games this week, that, that's just yes. huge. I mean, everybody wants to win both, but they it's, just split the games. Yeah, tough loss to Auburn. Beating Alabama in Alabama would be a good rebound. And say you come off the, um, say you make, say we pull off the heist and take out number one, mm-hmm. then we're still losing to a good team in Alabama when they're at home. They're still a top. They're still like a top five seed. And speaking of seeding, right now we've been in the eight nine range. Where do you think we end up? Well, if we have this eight game winning streak and we keep on winning, the the problem with Arkansas is like we would be seeded higher, but we don't have any many quad one victories, right? When you look at mm-hmm. it, it's not like LSU. They they had lost a lot of games, but they're ranked twenty fifth because they've won. They have quality wins. Arkansas is seated at eight to nine right now because we didn't play too many great teams at the beginning of the year. Our right. strength of schedule, and so that's why beating a team like Auburn. So eight to nine, I would say to, I feel like we're a seven right now. But if if we beat teams like Auburn, Kentucky, you know, you're moving down to that five range. Yes. I don't want to be an eight to nine. You know how difficult that is. You're, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to play them one in the next round. That are some of those projections that we're facing right now with Boise State, Boise State. Those are dangerous teams. Mm-hmm. No, you, you don't. Both, you don't want to face. They're that. both on really good winning streaks right now. I think Murray State is what twenty-two and two right now. Yeah, one of their only losses was to Auburn. Yes, one of their two losses is Auburn. So, yeah, those are the teams you'd be scared of playing in March. Mm-hmm. You you want to you you definitely want to make your seating much better so you don't have to play such a scary team like that. Mm-hmm. And what's Boise State's win streak up to right now? Well, it was it was fourteen, and then they lost, but then they won again today. So okay, um, so that's fifteen out of sixteen. Though. Yep, exactly. So it's a very hot team. That's yeah, that's a scary team come March. So I think I think Arkansas definitely. You just keep winning. Mm-hmm. You avoid that eight to nine slot. Auburn, you'll 
increase your stock even playing them close. They're number one in the country. That's right. Just can't they, Arkansas just cannot afford to get blown out. No, no. And I, I think that that would be shocking for sold out Bud Walton. You know, it's going to be rock. Even a six o'clock game, I, I still think it's going to be rocking. I told you I'm gonna be in line four hours early. Yes, yes. I love to hear it. I love, I love it. And who knows if I'll even get in like the bottom bowl. All I know is that if we win that game, we are storming the storming the court. They okay. are not stopping us. <laughs> they can't catch us all. If no no number one team has ever come here, and if we beat if we if we end up beating them, mm-hmm. I mean pandemonium. I mean you this this the campus. Yes. it would be huge for Arkansas sports. Yeah, looking to finish up the month, six games. Auburn at Alabama, Tennessee comes here and Kentucky comes here. Yeah, it's it, it's a uh, it's a tough finish. And at Florida also in there. Which and Arkansas hasn't won at Florida in years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, six really tough games to finish out the month. But like I said, tonight was a step in the direction. You can't afford to lose games like this, mm-hmm. and they they ended up winning it. So. And then LSU, yeah. Then early March, LSU comes to Fayetteville. And then we have to go play in Knoxville. So, yeah. Tough, tough stretch to end out the regular season. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, though. How many wins do you think we need to maintain, at least maintain our seed right now? To As maintain? Like eight, to be in the top eight seed, how many wins? Let's see. If we have eight more games left, you said? We have eight more games. Eight more games. Eight tough games. I think you got to at least because Missouri's also playing a lot better now than they were early in the season. I think you got to win three or four of them to maintain, and maybe one in the, in the SEC tournament. Yeah, um, I say probably four and four, split them to maintain, at least five to move up. Five to move up, and yeah, if you win a couple in the SEC tournament, mm-hmm. that's obviously going to help. Yes. So, um, who knows? Like I said, I hope that they don't get stuck at the eight to nine. to win at least, I'd say, at least one road game. That's if. We win probably all but one home game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, four at home, four on the road to end the year. So I'd say at least win three home and at least one on the road mm-hmm. to split. You know, preferably win all eight. Yeah, oh yeah. But unfortunately, those. <laughs> yeah. When you're playing the top half of the SEC. I mean, that's just, that's just a tall... Th- I mean, Auburn's almost losing to the worst team in the SEC, so obviously you see how hard it is to, mm-hmm. to go on these long streaks. Off the current rankings out of the last eight games, five of them are against ranked teams. I mean, but LSU's obviously going to fall out of the rankings, losing to Vanderbilt today. Right. And Tennessee's in 22, so they could go either way. Uh, well, I mean, that's exciting for us, at least. I mean, that means good games at Bud Walton. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Real tough eight-game stretch in the year. So, yeah. So, right now, you're projecting us at a, a seven seed? I I think that we are a seven seed. I just... I don't know. What do you yeah. think? What do you think? I, I, I think we win probably five games in that the year. Mm-hmm. Win three at home, probably two road games. I'd say it's probably what we'd do. And then five games, move up to maybe like a six. A six, a six is much nicer. Yeah. I mean, we saw when we were seven a couple years ago, we yeah. lost to Butler, right? Yeah. Was... Hey, we're going to finish up the year, 16 game 
That's a 16-game win streak. Take out five ranked teams in eight games. I think we have to be at least a top three seed at that point. Start the March Madness a little bit <laughs> early. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be tough to do, though. Oh, yeah. Very tough. All right. But where do you think we finish up in March? What do you think the ceiling is for this team? The ceiling... This is tough because I'm... Or at I'm, least the realistic where you yeah. think we'll end up. Realistically, um, I think this team... I think this team will make the round of 32 and end up losing. I don't think that we yeah. will make I, it to I back to back. I have the same prediction. Ceiling-wise, say, get back to the Elite Eight, ceiling. Mm-hmm. This team I don't think is quite as good as the team last year. So No. You don't. They don't have a most. But you movie. never know. We could end up with a favorable matchup. That's what I'm saying. If you just keep winning, it's March Madness. Mm-hmm. It's madness for a reason. And all those depend on that matchup. And I'm I'm excited to see. I'm just excited that they're going to make it. Right. I mean, at least on the mm-hmm. baseline, as long as they don't lose eight in a row. Even if they, if say they lose <laughs> eight in a row, that's five ranked teams right now. Yeah. Out of the current rankings, five of them. Are ranked. Well, you can't lose games at like at Missouri. You need to win that game. Need, to, they need to win at Missouri. Yes. There's certain games that you just mm-hmm. you shouldn't lose. Missouri is a dangerous team because they're playing a lot better now than at the start. Of the that season. is true. That's true. Um, but they gotta, yeah, they got to stay focused. They can't. They can't look ahead. Like that's probably what happened to UCLA today. They were looking ahead. They got Stanford and USC coming up, and then just looked straight over six and thirteen Arizona State. And they lost. And yep. we lost money because of it. <laughs> yep. It was a, I thought it was a safe parlay. It was. It was. It's not like we bet anything big, but it's just. Yeah, I put five dollars, ten dollar profit. And like I said, I think there's we'll have more of these bad beats, probably not. Hopefully not weekly, but. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's just maybe not a bet, but let's look through some games this week. See if there's any upsets we see popping out. So Tuesday seems who to be out of like the key. current top teams do you think is most likely to get upset in the first round right now? In the very first round of the in NCAA the tournament, like a top three seed. Right a top now. three seed. I let's see. Personally, I think after today, I'm I think Baylor, great. man. I think Baylor's Baylor Baylor's to a get good healthy. team. They, yeah, they they were missing Flagler when they played. Um, or uh, when they played Alabama, mm-hmm. and then they were missing Cryer Fire. today. They they are a good team. I've seen their defense, but and it, it something like go on a team that has previously won the national championship. They always do bad the next year. Mm-hmm. I just I, I that's Arizona State has Arizona State has number seven Arizona coming to town on Monday. Oh, Back well, that might be a very upsets. interesting because they didn't look too bad. They didn't like. Obviously their defense impressed me. Their defense was good. I think that they they, they said that they were highly Juzang, rated at the that late in the game. Johnny Juzang was neutralized. He was. He was. I mean, UCLA had two chances to win, and Arizona State shut them out. So I think if that Virginia that seems to be one Charlotte, North Carolina to play Duke on Monday as well. That's a possible. I mean, Duke dominated um, North Carolina today, and Mike's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shusky's last game in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, that's a possible one. Virginia, in recent years, has been a very good basketball program. What about this this one Thursday? Arizona at Washington State. Um, Washington State's, I mean, so it seems that I, I think it's possible that Arizona could lose one of the games this week, whether it's at Arizona State or at Washington State. Those aren't... Yeah. Uh, the Pac-12, is, as we've seen, is better than what people may appear. We saw the tournament appear. last year. They were all ranked a little too low. They get mm-hmm. into the tournament, all, almost all That's of right. them went on a good run. That's right. Now Washington State's coming over. They're 2-0 this month. That's on a five-game five win streak right now. I think they're like tied for third in, in the Pac-12, just behind. No, with UCLA's loss, I think they're tied with UCLA, right? In the Pac-12 standings. There's still one loss behind. Still one loss behind? They've had a few games postponed. Oh, okay, I see. So they're currently tied for fourth with Washington. Well, unless, that unless this isn't updated. No, I, I, I still think though that Arizona's it's liable to lose one of these games this week. That mm-hmm. that would be my, one of my, bets that I would have for this upcoming week. Arizona's Arizona's good, but I don't know. I just they played they beat USC today, and I it's hard in the Pac-12 to go, you know. Win a big home game, then went two back or back to back road games. Mm-hmm. Arizona's coming off back to back really big wins. Mm-hmm. UCLA and then USC today. Yeah, so maybe you know they're they they lay an egg and lose one of those games. Yeah, they actually lost at UCLA on the twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. So they're only on a three game win streak, but two of those games are top twenty teams. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have. And then Washington's right after Washington State, who are both currently seven and three in the Pac-12. And Oregon. Oregon's later down. Oregon's okay. on the nineteenth. But we know Oregon's good because they won at UCLA, right? They won at UCLA, and they they won. They beat two solid teams. I think. Th- Coming off a win over Utah and Colorado. In in the previous month, they had two back-to-back road wins. I'm pretty sure. At USC, at USC and at UCLA. UCLA and USC and back-to-back. Yeah, so obviously Oregon's... In a three-day span, they beat UCLA and USC at home. Can I get your famous mantra of go who? With Oregon? Uh, Go Ducks, that's my backup team. But it's whooping all day on here. (laughs) All right, well, raise the roof in Arkansas podcast. I think that's a good way to end episode one. I agree. We'll come back to this again next week. All right, signing off.